thank y'all for tuning back in to the podcast, Tales from the West 1-5. This is your host, Cheese Hunter, and uh, we're about to get to part two of The Ghost on Highway 71. Now, part two is called The Ghost Cop on Highway 71. Now, before we start part two, y'all, I have to get y'all to, in your minds, go back to part one. When I said it was February, take a note of that. It was February 2021 of this year that we left off during the snowstorm to go pick up my old lady. Okay, now it's another fact I need y'all to get. Remember when I told y'all we didn't have any gas in Texarkana, so we had to get gas, you know, on down the road, down 71, which we did in Ashdown. And the conversation between me and bro changed in the vehicle. It changed in the SUV. It went from relationships, which you know, we were doing the couple thing. He with his old lady. We're on the road, 71, to go get mine. So we're doing the couple thing, and that's kind of like what the conversation was about. Some of the activities that we had set up at that particular time, you know, to do. But the conversation changed once we did realize that we were going into, you know, little small country towns and we were going into an area that wasn't, you know, too favorable to our kind. Okay, so we just need to get y'all to have that as a uh, mental back note to remember those major two parts because I need that's part of going on to the second part, which is the ghost cop on highway 71 all right and we're going to begin it right where we left off on part one when i let you know that it's time for me to take control so we were turning around because we had just went through the part of, you know, the vehicle, you know, stopping on us and then starting back. So, you know, that was kind of, you know, funny. And then also, you know, using the restroom and how that wind just, you know, blew us back and wouldn't let us get to the truck. So, you know, by the, you know, by us getting to the truck, we could tell that, you know, it was some supernatural things that were really going on out there, y'all. And I mean, the, at that exact moment, that we were in the truck and we drove off and I was saying to myself, like, you know, uh, I'm going to take control. You know, I kind of noticed the moon and it was a full moon at that time. And so I did notify bro. I'm like, bro, you see that man? It's a full moon. And I wasn't even paying attention to that, you know? And, uh, his old lady caught me cause, uh, Remember, y'all, I just made the statement that, hey, I need to take control because they spooking me out and we need to get back on 71. And then mind you, I haven't told y'all about bro's old lady. She's an educated lady. Uh, she's uh, versed in uh, multiple subjects. And then mind you, this was her vehicle. So she kind of shot me down on me taking control, you know. So I had to sit back and just say, hey. You know, she is the one driving. Hey, and this is her vehicle. So, you know, I just got to trust her and I just got to keep my eyes open. So realizing that it was a full moon, 
me and bro start having a conversation because we, you know, we real spiritual men. And so we start having a conversation on, you know, trying to figure out a way to, you know, use the moon as a compass and to, you know, get the reflection off the trees. But it was no way we could do that in a car driving and, you know, the ancient Dogon and a lot of ancient civilizations used to be able to use the moon as a compass and move around. But, you know, it was no way we was going to be able to do that. But just to even think about trying it, you know, was kind of fun. But moving on, we still didn't have a signal. So I was comfortable that we were constantly moving and it seems like everybody's uh spirit or what I say nature off in the car everybody was you know we was being pretty calm that's why we had all kind of like started side conversations and you know and we started pumping pumping ourselves up you know because we know panicking wasn't going to help us at all and then you know I had uh, made this statement that here pretty soon it's inevitable that one of our phones are going to click on. You know what I mean? What's the odds that, you know, all four of our cell phones are just going to continue to be out and we're not going to have, you know, no power, you know. But we had power, but, you know, we were all Roman. I mean, all of us. So we tried our best to, you know, uh, you know, be there for each other and keep each other's spirits up. But you know, it happens all too often, y'all, even between families. And, you know, and then we all just went secluded and we all tried to go deep into our phones. It's like it was a yearning for our phone. And it's just like, I mean, it's just like we were stuck because it's just like I was just steady looking at my phone and it's like I was going to everything. I was pushing every button. And it's just like it was almost where I started really panicking just due to not having access to that you know that new uh that new body part like i like to say you know i said this the new age the cell phone is like a new body part to us and uh it's like we were all just glued in to really trying to make our phones work and then that's when it kind of set in it's like you know we uh start going into this circle and then it's like you know it's it's just over and over, just like psycho. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's like we were going and circle after circle like i mean like cycle again like you know just cycle like you know like when the lady like she stole that money bro <laughs> she she didn't know where to go it's like she was just going in circles you know and uh we ended up losing control again and found ourselves bickering amongst each other after we allowed the cell phones to take our attention. And and that also I feel like was another frustration from not having that cell phone and always having that 
that that that GPS and that modern technology right there at your fingertips and it's always able to get you out of trouble and it's just not to have it for that course of time was just like some supernatural and of its own now we finally get to where we see a railroad track and that was something good because I'm thinking we're in Mina, headed a little bit towards D Queen, or we could have been in Oklahoma, no telling, because I mean, we were on some farm roads, I mean, like actual gravel roads, so once we did see that train track, that did make me feel good, because I felt like, okay, well, maybe there's a marker, maybe this is letting us know that we're getting close to some type of civilization, some type of town, where I could tell exactly where we at, you know, and then we can get on 71, because that's, that's, you know, that's all I'm thinking about, and it's like, because I didn't have no clue where 71 was. And um, as we start going down this railroad track, that's where, you know, it really happened, y'all. Because we were going, and when we lost control, and when I was talking about a little bit earlier, let me back up. When I said we kind of lost control and we were bickering, it was just we were bickering inside couples. You know, we kind of lost control there. And, you know, and my bro, he called that out because, you know, he's a couples dude. He looks at that energy between family. But anyway, here we go. We're going down the uh railroad track you know we're going next to the railroad track we see the railroad track so we're just going next to it and then it comes a point where we can cross it and uh that's when bro his old lady actually stopped and she said should i cross it y'all and i said yeah and uh bro didn't really say nothing my girl didn't really say nothing then bro said, yeah. And it was just like, hey, go and cross it. And now looking back, I'm, I mean, I'm glad we crossed it. It's just a regular little crossing. And it was a couple of houses over there. But we crossed it. And then we kept going. Now, we don't know where we're going. Phones ain't even clicked back in yet. And we're steady traveling. And then now we see like a police car. Or like a state trooper on this gravel road here in the back. And it's like a state trooper or a police car. And he got a sign out there. And it's a sign. He's not outside the car. He's in the car. But it's a sign out there. And it says, uh, no passing, you know what I mean, dangerous roadways. And, you know, he's blocking it. And as we pulled up to him, uh, he didn't get out the car, but he let us know that we can't go this way because of uh, severe weather. And uh, there's no way we could get through there. You know what I mean? It's dangerous. So we're going to have to turn around. And uh, immediately at that point, I mean immediately at that point, my old lady looked, and she said, is that a ghost or an angel? 
And I mean, I shot it down immediately. I'm like, no, no. That, I mean, why would you say that? That's an officer. Now, I looked at like a black man. I really couldn't see too much in the car, but he looked at black at that point in time. I couldn't tell, to be honest. You know what I mean? Looking on hindsight, I could say he looked black. But at that point in time, I really couldn't tell, y'all. But I could hear just like the distinction in his voice. And his voice sounded kind of controlled almost. Like, it was like, no, you cannot go here. You know, it's dangerous. Like, his voice was just real flat. Like, it was like it's almost like a robot, like a deep robot. Like, and, um... We got ready to turn around, and uh, that's when bro said, man, let's ask him where 71 at, or let's see, can he help us, because, I mean, we lost, ain't no sense in turning around, going back out here, because we lost, I mean, maybe he could tell us, and then uh, that's when my old lady said it again, like, yeah, ask him, like, he, that's an angel, and I'm telling you, she said that. I mean, she said that. And I'm like, why is she steady? You know, I'm shooting her down again. Like, man, that's just an officer doing his job. Like, you know, you tell, like, you know, dude probably upset that he had to come out here in this cold and, and all this. We should have been on 71 in Texarkana by now. You know, I'm saying all this in my head. So we go back up to, and it's like, y'all, soon as we approach the car, it's like, it's, a, it's like, that time I could tell someone right because I couldn't look exactly in that car. That officer was parked a little funny. It's like he wasn't really blocking the road, but he had to like kind of corner way. And it's like soon as we pulled up to him, it's like he already knew what we needed. And he was like, well, I have someone on the way. It's like before we could say, sir, we're like, he said, it's someone on the way. Follow him. Just like that, man. Just like it was some He-Man stuff, like Skeletor was saying it. Like, oh, it's already going to follow him. You know, I wasn't thinking nothing in, y'all. I wasn't thinking nothing in. As far as with that officer or nothing. I ain't have no, you know. I'm just telling y'all what I saw and what I heard and what had happened. So we sat there and we waited about 10, 15 minutes. And this officer never got out the car. And I said to myself, I said, man, what if he wasn't there? Like, what could have been awaiting us? Because, mind you, we could still hear branches, big branch, bah, 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 bah. You know, so they saying it's dangerous, like the road could have been, nothing, you know. We could have went off the road and tumbled and tumbled to our death, you know, going down that roadway. What if he had just got there before we got there? You know what I mean? Like, all this stuff is running through my head because, you know, I'm thinking about a lot right now, y'all. You know, we've been out here really stranded, man, for like two and a half hours now, you know. And we deep, deep up here in these mountains in Arkansas. Like, it's mountains up here, y'all. You know, and with all this snow and mounds. I'm like, man, you know, I fear God. Like, that's, you know, that stuff is scary, man. Like, you know. And so we waited about 10, 15 minutes. And uh, then it was a, another officer come up. 
or not just the officer, but it was just a dude. Like, he could have been a deputy or something, because, you know, I guess we was in a small little park, and it could have been a deputy or something, but he just came right up to us, y'all, and um, he told us, he said, follow me. And then, bam, we followed him, man. And, woo, it was all good, y'all. You know what I mean? Bam. And he got us all the way back out to the 71. And when he got us to the 71, I remember distinctly looking at the sign. And the sign said, uh, 20 minutes to D-Queen. So I knew at that area where we had saw that cop, we were somewhere close to D-Queen. So, we, I mean, we were, we were moving pretty much in them back roads, you know what I mean, without even knowing where we were going, man. We, we was chugging along, man. And I'm just, you know, and um, thankful that we were getting, you know, close to home, even though we didn't know where we were going. And I know she didn't know where she was going, but uh, <clears throat> we just happy, man. And now we on 71, man. So now I'm feeling like I could lay back down or whatever. But, you know, after what I just went through, man, I can't lay back down, you know, because now I'm doing too much thinking, you know. And we get up to D-Queen. And when you get up to D-Queen coming from up the mountains in Arkansas and you coming back to Texarkana from D-Queen, you're going to make that left. On to US 71. See, if you make that right, you're going to head towards Oklahoma. And then once you make that left, you're going to head towards Ashdown and back towards Texarkana. So we made that left. And once we made that left, right there on the right of us, after we make the left, and then here comes the right. It was a Burger King to the right of us after we make the left. Now, that's when I saw the state trooper car with the black man in it. And he passed right by us. And it looked similar to the car that was blocking the road for us. The car that pretty much saved us. It had a light blue stripe on the back. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that looked like a state trooper car. And it was like a state trooper car. But this had a black man in it. And that's all I could see that he was black. But it seemed like the car was tilted over like he was on switches or something. But in a way, it's like he wanted me to see him. And it's like he passed by. And, but then I asked my old lady, then I asked bro, I said, did y'all see that, that state trooper right there? I said, it seemed like the same dude that, you know, saved us back down. And they was like, no, we ain't seen nothing. And, you know, by that time, bro, old lady, she had, you know, started cutting the music on. And then, you know, my old lady, she was off into her cell phone because, you know, now our phones are back up and they running, you know. And so I'm looking and, you know, I'm really thinking. I'm like, man, that was kind of, you know, that was kind of amazing to see that. But that because that did look like a black dude. And I mean, you know, and I'm being honest, y'all, and. You know, so I go off into my phone. You know, I had a little video game on there. I was playing at the time, you know, a uh, little NBA, you know. I'm playing with it or whatever. And we start getting towards Ashdown. And, you know, it's a little part in Ashdown where, you know, you got some lights. And you got like a little car lot over there to your right. And we still on Highway 71. And then again, I saw that same state trooper car, y'all, again, pass us. As soon as the car passed the SUV, I turned and looked at my old lady, y'all, 
and she was looking out the window. She said, Corey, I saw at that time. I said, man, that black state trooper done passed us again. So I knew it was a state trooper out patrolling. I said, this is a state trooper. He out patrolling. I said, but that car looks exactly like the car that that officer was in that saved us. You know what I mean? When we was over there towards, you know. D Queen at first when we went quite in D Queen, you know what I mean? I don't know where we could have been, you know what I mean? I can't say Y City or none of that, but we was back there meaning towards, you know, some of those Hatfield, some of those different places, you know. I'm not too versed in those places, but back on some of them farm market roads back on those in, in, in that area. That continues to look like that same car. And that's the part that has started bothering me. So after that, y'all, we we kept on, you know, chugging along. And then by then, you know, everything was pretty much over with. And we was headed back on into Texarkana. And um, I didn't see any other sightings of the state trooper or anything like that as we got on back in. And um uh, but one thing did happen as soon as we got back in. My old lady did say once again, she said that that police officer that saved us from going down that street, she said that was an angel. That was a guardian angel. Now, she said that. She said that again. And then this time, I didn't say nothing. And I told her, I said, now, you could be right. Because it was too much. It was too many different coincidences that steady popping up. And in my past, y'all, I have seen different figures. And, you know, I am able to see things from the other worlds and some of the things from the other dimensions, like certain spirits and demons. I have seen them before. You know, I guess I was born with a veil over my eyes because I, I can't see spirits and things like that. So... We get back to Texarkana. It's all over with. That's what I'm thinking. It's nothing to it. That was the end. Story done. Bam. That's the end. Man. No. 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 Not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. Now this is when the story is for the really turn. It is for the set you guys on top of your head. Check this out out this your favorite podcast host cheese hunter and we back y'all to conclude the the ghost cop on highway 71 now we had got back from Texarkana in february y'all things had changed our relationships had changed between all of us. You know, we had all become good friends, no longer in relationships. And like two weeks ago, not two weeks ago, but matter of fact, really like three weeks ago, I was uh, watching YouTube inside the house. And um, I was about to turn it because I wanted to look at some about some lions. And I wanted to turn it, but it was a FBI file had popped up. It was something about 
uh, sophisticated brother, sophisticated brotherhood or something like that. And it had a picture of a black state trooper on the front of it and it had Bill Clinton on the front of it. And it had just came across my timeline on uh, YouTube. And I wasn't even trying to look at it, y'all. I was trying to turn it. And I'm like, why is it? And it just started playing. As soon as it started playing, y'all, y'all could go find the, uh, y'all can go find it for yourself. It's got the Black State Troop on there, and then it's got Bill Clinton on there. It's like FBI files, or FBI something. And I, I watch a lot of true crime, y'all. And uh, I kid y'all not. It said a lady was traveling. This is how it started. It said a lady was traveling along the Arkansas-Oklahoma border. First thing clicked in my head, I said, they bet not say U.S. 71. And yes, they did. The narrator said she was traveling on Highway U.S. 71. So I started watching then. And as she was driving up, she was supposed to be meeting her husband, I guess, in D-Queen to eat. Because he was out there patrolling towards D-Queen. I kid y'all not. Y'all can look this up. He was shot a couple of times on side of the road on a traffic stop. Now, during this traffic stop, he was going to pull this man over because evidently the man had did a violation of some sorts. I don't know what happened, what made him pull him over or nothing like that. But I do know this. The man shot several shots and I'm not uh, I'm not too accurate on how many shots it was, but I know it was, I think it was more than one that I saw on the documentary on the FBI files on YouTube. So it, it showed him getting shot multiple times and his wife finding him and she was trying to call for him. And I was like, man, this black officer. And the thing that got me was they show footage of like his funeral a little bit and I started looking at some of the police calls. Someone has saw some photos of his home going service or some old photos of him or something or it could have been on the documentary. Don't get me wrong, y'all, but I started doing a little bit of research and that car reminded me of the car that I saw, y'all. I am not playing with y'all. His name was State Trooper Lewis Perry Bryant. Lewis Perry Bryant. And I was like, this is something that I just found out, y'all. I didn't know that Perry was in his name. I just knew the Lewis Bryant once I watched the thing. And he was shot by a guy that was in a brotherhood, a racist brotherhood. It was like the CSA, like the Christian strong arm or something like that. And they didn't like Jews and they didn't like blacks. And they were trying to uh, become domestic terrorists. And uh, Trooper Lewis uh, Perry Bryant and all this happened to him in 1984. April of 1984. Now, remind y'all, I remember y'all, I told y'all that his birthday, well, y'all didn't know. I remember I told y'all to remember February was when we went. Now, his birthday is in February. 
also. Now that could have been the ghost of uh Lewis Perry Bryant. It could have been. Uh the guardian angel of Lewis Perry Bryant. I think the guardian angel is more appropriate. Now this is what just knocks me off my feet. And this is what I can't understand. I just researched today uh a little bit more about him. And I'm going to end it on this note. And this is the end of part two. And I will go off into part three if y'all really want it. Because it goes deeper than this. Now, check this out, y'all. Lewis Perry Bryant was buried in Texarkana, Texas. I believe Lewis Perry Bryant was actually born in Texarkana, Texas. Same spot where we were born. And he could have been helping some of his fellow natives. He is born, he is buried here. I had no idea. Not saying that that's him, but it could have been him. And thank y'all for listening to this story. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Please support the podcast, Tales from the West 15. And our condolences and prayers go out to State Trooper uh, Lewis Perry Bryant. May he rest in peace. And I thank y'all.